0: Hi everyone, it's Roger here from what's on at Disneyplus.com. A quick news update for you guys on the Spiderwick Chronicles, heading to a different streaming service. We've also got an update on the Tiana Disney Plus series and much more. But before we go any further, make sure you do hit that subscribe button to keep up with the latest Disney Plus news. So let's start off talking about the Spiderwick Chronicles. Now this was a brand new Disney Plus original series which was announced on Disney Plus day back in 2021. It's completely filmed, it's all wrapped, it's all ready to roll. However, Disney decided earlier this year that they weren't actually going to be releasing it on Disney+. Plus. Um, this looks like almost essentially a way of sort of cutting costs. They also felt that maybe it was a little bit too dark for them. But also, probably as well, um, they just want to focus on core content that they own. They don't want to be I'm dealing with a franchise that they don't actually own. And this is a big issue for the show because it was created by 20th Television and Paramount. The good news is that this series is still going to be available to watch. The... Thing is, it's actually going to be on Roku in the United States. Paramount is going to be dealing with the international distribution for the series. Don't know if that's going to be on Paramount Plus, or if they're going to find some other people to um, to show it, which It's kind of weird. Roku is kind of picking up a lot of different shows and stuff. They're trying to build up um, people to go onto their devices and their streaming apps to watch stuff. I'll be honest, I'm not a Roku user. I don't really see much need to have a Roku device. I'll be honest. I've got a a smart TV and stuff. I, I generally just don't need to use one. But obviously, it's picking some stuff up. I do find it strange that Paramount didn't want it themselves. They've ended up selling it to somebody else, which is, I'll be honest, it's a little bit worrying. Now, you've basically got Disney don't want it. And not even Paramount it. they've sold it onto somebody else and it does definitely says to me um, whether or not I do check this show out and work out how to use Roku, <laughs> it's not one I use. Um, yeah it's it's strange, it's definitely um, an interesting one. Obviously it's based on a very well-selling uh, book, um, I've never seen the original film but yeah it's just very strange I think that both Disney and Paramount have passed on this show, maybe it costs too much to just try to get some cost back on it. It just yeah it just seems very weird that they've both passed on it and that to me is a little bit of a red flag that uh, maybe this series isn't that great I mean it's good that they've been able to find somewhere else that is willing to pay for it to watch it but yeah it's it, it does feel like very much like a downgrade and then the last the, like, the fact that you've got two major studios have gone we've made this show yeah we don't want it um yeah I don't know it might be really good um it might be really good but Yeah, I'll be honest, it it does feel a little bit like, okay, they've they've bumped this one off. Disney are trying to sell some of their other originals as well. One of the um, Australian shows that they created was Nautilus. They're trying to find a home for that one. This is all part of Disney trying to cut back on the amount of content it creates, being a little bit more curated in the kind of content that it creates, and just giving out a little bit less and trying to be a little bit more focused on franchises and stuff. But I'd love to know your thoughts. Do you think it's a good idea for Roku to have the Spiderwick Chronicles? I'd love to hear your thoughts on that in the comments below. We've also got an update on the Tiana Disney Plus series. So this was initially announced at the Investors Day back in 2020, and in all honesty, we've not really heard too much more about this Disney Plus series. However, Variety has confirmed that Joyce Sherry is actually gonna be now the head writer and the director of this upcoming series, which is due to arrive on Disney Plus in 2024. It was supposed to arrive this year but yeah it doesn't look like that's happening um again this is a series which is a follow-on from the princess and the frog animated film joyce has previously worked on the netflix series at midnight mass and along with a number of several shorts including beauty forever and down down baby Again, we don't really know too much more about it. I mean, I think it might be a good idea if they can get this out around the same time as they reopen the new reimagined Tiana Palace at Walt Disney World and at Disneyland, which is where they've kind of taken down Splash Mountain and they're kind of giving it a Princess and the Frog makeover. So I think tying it in with that was probably a good thing. Again, we're still. I feel like we're in very much in the early stages. Hopefully it won't be too long until we get some more information, but I'm guessing this is going to be probably a while off until we hear anything more about it. But it really shows, doesn't it, that Disney announced way too much at that Investors Day back in 2020. Obviously at the time the pandemic was on and they were trying to just basically go, look, we're fine. We're still doing stuff. We're still making things, you know, we're still doing great stuff and doing it. And they announced this series when, in all honesty, it was years away from really kind of becoming anything. And I think they definitely kind of just just announced way too much. That was too early. They've seen so many projects that they've you know announced at that event, which are not happening. And we still haven't got lots of stuff there. They uh, And since then, it's kind of set the expectations every time that there'll be that many announcements. Of course, we just haven't really seen them. But... Let us know, are you excited about this new Tiana series? I'd love to hear your thoughts on that in the comments below. With it being a Wednesday, let's talk about what's new on Disney Plus today. So the big new release is all over the place really. We've got um, a brand new Latin American series called Forever. So that one's around Disney Plus everywhere. There's also a new Star original series from Latin America called Nada or Nothing. You can find that on Hulu in the US, Star Plus in Latin America and on Disney Plus around the world. So if you're into Latin American shows, there's two very different ones to watch. Here in the UK we got the first episode of the 12th season of American Horror Story so there'll be new episodes dropping each week for that one so if you're a fan of that one. While in the United States the big new release really was that the 34th season of The Simpsons has been completely added on to Disney Plus so that's going to give that a real big boost. Plus a whole load of like random films and shows from Lifetime so some weird stuff that's in there. Some other big new releases here in the UK include all three seasons of The Good Doctor, Plus the 20th Century Studios horror film The Boogeyman. So I'm gonna to want to check that one out, I think, over the weekend. That's on my to-do list. But let us know what are you gonna be watching on Disney Plus today? I'd love to hear your thoughts on that in the comments below. In our comment of the day, which comes from Bally Law, who says Disney is releasing too many films at once. I thought this was an interesting comment because I think there's very much a case of Disney have got a lot of films coming out. And of course, if you take a look at each of their studios, things seem a little bit different. You know, if you've got the Marvel Studios, Lucasfilm, and animation, Pixar, you've then got the live action ones from 20th century and you've also got Searchlight in National Geographic. They are putting out films pretty much nearly like it feels like every other week. Now whether or not the Marvels and The Wish coming out at the same time in uh, in cinemas, you know, they're about a week or two apart they are very different audiences. They aren't necessarily going for the same people. Um, That is something that you need to be aware of. You know, if they're putting out, for example, The Boogeyman in cinemas, that's gonna have a very different um, audience than Elemental. And those all need to be served different things so sometimes not necessarily having films that are similar together is a, is obviously not a good thing but there is no reason why you can't put out a National Geographic documentary at the same time as an animated film there's no reason not to do that and there should be more choice when you go to cinemas you know and when films get released on Disney Plus etc you don't want the same thing all the time and the idea that Disney just go back to releasing like two animated films a year that's very much like yeah for Disney animation one or two films a year is good Pixar, you know, I would say you need to like counterbalance that with animation But a film like the creator or you've got like poor things coming up Those are very different. They they exist in different different zones and appeal to different audiences You don't want stuff that's too similar together. Like I feel like having the creator a couple of months away from the Marvels is good but more importantly, they've got to watch that they're not releasing things around the same time as other studios. You don't want, for example, like Aquaman 2 coming out on the same week as the Marvels. That would not be a good... Um, thing to do because you're having the same audience got being split and that's the if- difference if you take a look for example at the the, the massive success of uh, Barbie Heimer this past summer you know he had two films Barbie and Oppenheimer which were very 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 different and obviously people would go in and see them both on the same day because it was like a, a thing to do on TikTok and stuff but they were very different in terms of style and they would generally would have normally appealed to very different audiences but it became kind of a thing to do and like i said it was very different than what you'd expect but if you go into the cinema now and you're gonna go see the choice of say the creator or you know like the nun or something like that they're very different films and I, that's where you've got to look at it um disney are putting out a lot of films um but they are for different audiences and stuff like that now whether or not they should be releasing less marvel films and less super, you know that that's a different thing altogether but look at Disney in terms of individual studios and who their target audience is, you know. And that's that's the way, to, kind of the way to look at it with films. I do feel like back in the summer, back especially over the summer period, they did release too many films back to back. You know, you had Little Mermaid, Indiana Jones, and you had Elemental. Um, that was too much too quickly. When you had all the other studios dropping in like Transformers and uh, Mission Impossible, they all suffered from having too much stuff all at the same time and all feeling very. You know, franchise-heavy, where it, and you we saw that this summer, where it was a little bit too stacked. I def, I do would definitely agree that Disney did release way too much around that time. They would have been probably would have been better off pulling it out. Um, I think in some ways, maybe Indiana Jones itself probably would have been the best one to have shifted out of that one there. Elemental and, but even Elemental and Little Mermaid had a very similar audience. Um, but yeah, so that, that's my thoughts on that. But I'd love to know your thoughts on this in the comments below. Remember to go check us out over at at DisneyPlus.com. Like, follow and subscribe and I shall see you guys soon. Later.